0: You know, I spent about 30 minutes this morning trying to find my daughter's iPad so that I could come downstairs. Literally, I can't win. I I woke up earlier than I normally wake up so that I could shake the dust off so that I could be live and, and, and awake to do the podcast and not as aggravated maybe as I normally am in the morning. And of course, I can't find... Uh, one of the pieces of equipment I need to do the podcast, and I still, I still haven't found it. When I do the podcast, I have my iPad, which I do Facebook on. I have my laptop, which I do YouTube on. I, my daughter's iPad, I actually record the podcast on, and I use my phone to do Twitter. Now today, I'm using my phone to record the podcast. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. No big deal. It's just, it's just frustrating, and honestly. I I got all upset, I woke everybody in the house up, literally, everybody up, 4.30 in the morning, let's go, come on, where's the fucking iPad, uh, if it were anybody else's shit, it wouldn't be a problem, this kind of crap only happens to me, but but simply, yeah, dude, I'm super sleepy, I'm fucking aggravated, tired, but here's the problem, it's no one's fault but my own, I need to prepare this shit the night before. It's kind of like my work clothes. I have, my work clothes are already ready to go. So as soon as the podcast is over, I go right over on the other side of, uh, of my, my, my banner. My clothes are all laid out. My boots are there. My shirt's there. My pants are there. Boom, ready to go. I don't have to think. I, I like that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm quite like Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, and Einstein, where I don't want to have to think about shit. I don't have to think about things. I wear the same shirts every day, the same pants every day, the same um, flip-flops every day. I have all my stuff where it needs to be all the time because I hate wasting time on things. So my bad, um, my, my bad for the people that like to watch on Twitter. I apologize. Maybe you're listening right now on the app and I'm sorry that you don't get your video today because I didn't do the right thing by putting my daughter's iPad in the right place. I tore the house apart literally, the house looks like a bomb went off upstairs, so everybody's pissed, I woke up Kayla, I woke up Missy Annie, I woke up my daughter, none of them have a clue where the fuck it is, the dog probably ate it, right, very annoying, very, very annoying to be able to get up in the morning and try to start the podcast, because we have a lot of stuff that we need to talk about, things that we need to unpack, but I can't care about that crap right now, because I'm aggravated about the stupid iPad and about how it fucked up my morning, literally. Like, it's, you, you get up, and you're like, all right, do we, do we talk about um, the, the you know, mail and ballots? Do we talk about packing the court? Do we talk about 60 Minutes with Trump? Do we talk about um, the coronavirus spiking? Nope. I don't care about any of that crap, because I can't find a fucking iPad, and my daughter spilt milk, legitimately spilt milk, all over the bed last night, so last night, I, I, Sleeping on a bed, no sheets, no blankets, nothing. No big deal, right? I could sleep in a fucking box, but I didn't sleep good. So I got up and I got hair all over me now. Like what? What the fuck, man? And I'm tired. Honestly, I'm tired. This morning things just not working for me. I got. I have to make it work, and I don't. I don't know how. I'm. I'm super aggravated with getting up to do the podcast before I go to work. I have to figure out how to do it. I. I don't have any other choice because my family fucking go bunk, is if I do it at night. But it's just not working for me. I think the podcast sucks in the morning. I'm not as energetic. I'm not as um, prepared as I normally am to do the show. Although some people like it in the morning. I've been getting emails. People say they they appreciate it. They wake up in the morning. Dude, I do need a drink. This early in the morning, I need to stop fucking drinking. 100%. But people say they like it in the morning because they enjoy getting up and watching it. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't fucking enjoy waking up in the morning. I don't. There's no reason for me to be up at 4.30 looking for a fucking iPad. And I feel bad because my daughter's like, Daddy, I'm sorry. And I'm like, honey. And I'm trying... She can read it on my face. I'm trying to tell her that it's okay, but she can see the look in my face of like, I'm I'm fucking beyond bullshit that I can't find it, but I'm not yelling at anybody. I'm just asking people to, you know, Hey, have you seen it? Where is it? And this is one of the things I, and I'm like walking through the house. Everybody's up now, but I'm walking through the house with the flashlight on my phone. And I'm like, why the fuck am I walking with the flashlight on my phone? Turn the fucking lights on. Turn the lights on. You already woke everybody up. Turn the fucking lights on. Anyways, this is Spazzing Out um, uh, America's podcast. And we do the podcast for some stupid reason in the morning. We, we, it, it, we've decided, well, we, this isn't a democracy. I, I've decided to do the podcast in the morning and completely tell my, my base of listeners that were used to listening in the afternoon to go fuck themselves that I'm going to do the podcast in the morning. And it's like starting over. It's like ground, like whoop, hit, hit. Matter of fact, I had someone tweet at me be like, oh, when did you start a podcast? I was like, like fucking nine months ago, guy. Where were you? Oh, I, I didn't know because he's a morning guy. So now he checks it out in the morning. But the people in the afternoon are like, what the fuck? Where's the podcast? And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know, bro. I, I, COVID's coming. We're all going to fucking die. Or maybe we're not going to die. Or maybe it's just the flu and the tests don't fucking work. Anyways, five days a week, we do it. When we do the podcast, we do it in the morning, and I'm half awake. I'm hardly here. I'm, I'm a shell of a man. I'm, I'm quite like the tin man who needs to be oiled up by Dorothy to even get a, a, a thought out of his brain this early in the morning. My, 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 cognitive skills, my cognitive skills are terrible in the afternoon. They're even worse in the morning. So we do it on Facebook. We do it on Twitter when we have the equipment to do it on Twitter. I, I, I'm i telling you, no other podcast on the goddamn planet has ever had the problems that I have with trying to put together a quality program ever since the dawn of podcasts. Since podcasts have, have began, no one's had to deal with this shit. When this thing makes it big, right, I'm going to write a book and it's just going to be called Shut the Fuck Up and Do the Podcast because I did my podcast with... Be minimal. This podcast is actually put together with a string and a fucking can on the other end. I have one can, and then the six hundred to to six fifty yesterday that listened to the podcast that I that I posted or download wise, they all got the can on the other fucking end. And I am talking into the can like, hey, "How's it going, everybody? Thank you for tuning in." To fuck! Oh shit! Someone cut cut the fucking string on the podcast. Looks like we're having technical difficulties. God. And all I can, what am I supposed to do? I'm not like the biggest complainer on the planet, even though it seems like I am on this podcast, but it's fucking frustrating. It just is. I want to have a good show. I want to have a good podcast, which is why I'm trying to find a job in radio uh, somewhere that I, I honestly, I don't even care if it's like a radio station that has never been heard of ever, ever, ever. I just want their studio and I'll broadcast, on. I don't know, I don't care if it's 5,000 watts, man. I'll broadcast on it, but I'll record it so that I can post it. And I'll do it on Facebook and I'll do it on Twitter and all that. Just so that I can have better quality, better equipment, so that the podcast can sound good. And I can have, have time to get a way to think and produce good shit. Most of you guys listen on an app, right? So, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora iHeart Radio. You can go to com, and there's a bunch of links where to get my podcast. Not many people join us on the live stream. Not many people are watching on Facebook. Not many people on YouTube. Um, Twitter, more people watch on Twitter than any of the mediums, and of course, I can't be on Twitter today. It's it, This is how my, my life goes. I had TikTok, and TikTok, I had 100,000 followers, and when I would do the podcast, I'd get like 50,000 fucking people would be watching on, on TikTok, and then TikTok kicks me off. Now, Twitter ha- had started to build momentum to where I would have about 200 and something people watching on, on the Twitter feed, and now I can't do fucking Twitter because I don't have a goddamn iPad, so I get stuck with Facebook where I get like two fucking people YouTube with as one, but thank God I can still record the podcast because you get 600 downloads a day, so hopefully the word's getting out, or maybe this is just a huge fucking waste of my time. It's so frustrating. Anyways, we have things to talk about. We, we do have <clears throat> things that I would like to get to that I would like to talk about. That one of the first things I want to talk about is, uh, I, I like to call it the tinfoil hat conversation. I, I say it all the time that when I, when I talk about certain things that sound like conspiracy theory, I'm like, all right, let's break out the tinfoil hat. And let's put it on. Here's something I'm noticing about the coronavirus uptick here in Massachusetts. First thing is I, I've been reading stories yet, yes, the the we're up over a thousand a day for the past few days in terms of new cases. The one thing that I haven't seen yet is stories about the death toll. Now people are still dying, so I'm not saying it's fake, so don't give me that, don't come at me with that crap. What I'm saying is back in April, when we had a thousand cases a day, the death rate was alarming. People were dying like seven hundred a day. It was insane. We're not seeing the death rate right now. So there's one thing that I want to tip off. Two, the flu seems to be non-existent. The, the Last year around this time, I read a story about how the flu numbers are through the roof. This year, there are no flu numbers. I am just putting it out there again. I said it on yesterday's show, something to, to, to watch. I'm thinking that either they're testing people who have the flu and they're just saying they have COVID or the test itself is, can't tell the difference between the flu or the coronavirus. Why is this a problem? I'm going to tell you why this is a fucking problem. Let's say I don't feel good. Me, and I never get sick, so, I, so I'm not that really worried about it. Let's say I don't feel good. I go to the doctors. Now, now, if the doctor tells me I have COVID, but I fucking don't, I can't work. I'm not legally allowed to be around people. I can't go to work. You know, they, they put you in the system, they're like, boop, Anthony Pazziale has COVID, but I actually have the flu. So I now here's one or two things. It makes me not even like again, I don't get sick, but I want you to imagine that you are a working class guy that cannot miss work. You are self employed. Your 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 business will die if you are not there. This is this is my scenario. I will give you my scenario. My scenario is this my company dies without me. Period if i don't work for for 10 14 days i will not have a company to go back to i get up every single day and i have to fucking i, I literally I, I listen when i was in high school i i didn't i i was a terrible when it come, when it came to wrestling and attacking terrible i i was the stall king i i would sit back i wouldn't you couldn't pay me to take a fucking shot now every single day i have to get up and i'm shooting fucking spearhead doubles at people all day long trying to keep my business alive Every single day I have to win a match. Every day, every second, every minute I have to shoot. I'm trying to score points all day long. If I got misdiagnosed with COVID and had to miss 10 days of fucking work, my business would not be here. It would be over, gone. And if it was a misdiagnosed, meaning that I believe right now they are labeling hundreds of thousands of people who have the flu, with COVID, because I don't think the test can tell the difference. I want clear evidence from the scientists, from the experts, from the from the Fauci's, from I, even from fucking Trump. I want it from fucking somebody. Clear evidence that the COVID test can tell the difference between COVID and the flu. And the reason that makes me bring this up, the reason we brought out the tinfoil fucking hat, right here, we took the hat out, is because all of a sudden. In October, when flu rates skyrocket, flu rates have bottomed out. It's 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 so bad that they're try- that scientists are looking into whether or not the coronavirus. This is how stupid they are. They they believe that maybe the coronavirus has killed off the flu, and I'm like, what 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 what? The coronavirus didn't kill off the fucking flu. Your fucking test can't tell the difference between the flu or COVID or something more nefarious is happening that you guys are just saying people have COVID instead of, you know, flu comes up, you're like, yeah, COVID. Guy goes in, he's got a fucking pimple, COVID. His finger got cut off, he's got COVID. Oh, this dude can't see, he's got COVID. Why you mind losing my hip? You got COVID. I got ringworm on my face. That's not ringworm, it's fucking COVID. So it's 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 a huge problem. It it needs to be figured out, and we need answers on that. And I'm not the guy, like, ooh, listen, dude, I got... Five fucking people watching my podcast on Facebook. I'm not the guy. Maybe someone that listens to the podcast out of the 600 um, downloads we get a day. Maybe you know somebody in power. Maybe you could just say, hey, do you think we could set the American people's mind at ease and show them some evidence that the test can tell the difference between the everyday flu and COVID? Can Can we do that? Because we're going to kill people's livelihoods. The the economy is the biggest problem. It's the biggest dagger. The death of small business in the United States will be the worst problem that we could possibly have to come from COVID. It will be bigger. Hey, listen, I'm let me roll it back because I, I do know people that had family members that had passed away from from uh, from complications from COVID nineteen, and I, and I'm sorry, and I'm I'm not a heartless person unless you do drugs, then I, then I'm pretty much fucking heartless. But if you cut a disease and you passed away, I'm not heartless. So, I'm, so I'm sorry that you had lost your loved ones, but the fact really remains that they're, that they're gone. They're not coming back. My dad ain't fucking coming back today. So, you, you know, your dad's not coming back. Your mom's not coming back. Your grandparents are not coming back. We got to live. We still have to live. We can't, we can't kill the country. Uh, To protect I don't know how to put it like I I get we have to protect people, but we can't like I'm, I'm fucking dying man I don't think you guys get it small businesses go away they employ, I say this all the time, small businesses employ more people in the United States than any other business, more than Amazon. When you take the collective small business, I'm talking about the guy that just works for himself, the one dude who has a paint company, the one electrician, the one plumber, the one junk removal guy. He's his own boss. He's the one handyman. He guy goes out, he, he fucking demos a damn deck and he rebuilds the deck. He works for himself. He's his only employee. There's millions of them. And then there are a million. The next tier up is a guy that has five, six employees. Then the next tier up is a small business with 20. Then the next tier up is like 100, up to 500 people. Millions and millions of people are going to be out of work because of false diagnosis or, or however, whatever the word is, fa- false recognition of the, of covid Because they're going to say, oh, you have the flu." They don't know if you have the flu, if they have COVID, and then you can't fucking work, and then your business goes away, and you've been, you've been. This is what you've been doing since March. Since March, you've been fighting. You're like, "All right, I'm going to get through. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to make just enough money to get by. I'll try to get uh, the PPP loan or something like. I didn't get it. I'll try to uh, to make this work. And then you get to October, and things are looking. Things starting to look good. September." Cases are going down, they're working on a vaccine, maybe we'll get through it, and then all of a sudden flu season hits, and there's a major spike in in COVID, but there's no spike in the flu. Major spike in COVID, but flu numbers have disappeared. Major spike in COVID, but no one's fucking dying. Which makes me say... Well, there's not a major spike in COVID. It's flu season. The, the test can't tell the difference. They need to figure that out. You, you, you're you killing people. COVID is killing people who don't have COVID. Plain and simple, we're all dying from it. You have people that actually have COVID that will die. And this is a fucked up thing to say. I, bro, some people would probably rather be dead than, than what they're going to have to face. So, some people might even blow their fucking brains out. They're going to have debt. They're going to lose their houses. They're going to get kicked out of their apartments. Their, their small business that they had for 10 years is going to go away. Then they're going to have to go back into the workforce. They're going to have to try to find a job. You can't find a job right now. You can. You, wait, wait, let me, let me roll that back. You can find a job, but most people don't want to go work that $18, $15 an hour job because people are fucking cunts. I'd go work it if I had to. If my business goes away and I can't find a job in time, I can't get something in radio or something like that, bro. I'm gonna be a 16-hour a day worker because I'm gonna have to go work two $15 an hour jobs so that I can make $30 an hour. If that makes sense. If you work 16 hours, and you, if you work 16 hours, you make 15 bucks an hour, and you, if you. You get what I'm saying? You, you, it's like making $30 an hour, but you got to work fucking 16 hours a day just to get by. I would do that. It's, it's life. You have to do it. You got to survive. I'm a fighter. I'm not a bitch. I'm trying to live. But it sucks. It, it, it fucking sucks. So they need to figure that out. It, it's not enough. Here's my beef. It It's not enough right now in the United States for people to just, for, for the government or anybody to just sit back and, and be hunky dory with, with with like you know Marty Walsh or even Charlie Baker or politicians tweeting out being like, oh, you know we're get 13 cities are gonna roll back to phase one, and I want to be like, bro, you're fucking killing us all. 800 people died. There's fucking millions of us, millions. I'll fucking dust 800 people to save a million. What's the problem here? I get it. COVID is serious, but you got to find something out. It's gone too long. It's unacceptable. At this point, it has become unacceptable the way the United States or the way local cities are handling the problem with fucking COVID. It's become extremely unacceptable. People, 50, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I'm. I, I, and it's just because I'm not a moron. I'm telling you that the economic problem that, that that we are facing, that we are going to hit, is going to be long-lasting. Quite like 2006, you will see mortgages will fucking default at a ridiculous rate. I say this on this program all the time. The reason they will, the government will do this, and then we'll move on. This is how the government will help you guys all out. The, at some point, the, the, the government will come out and say, hey... The bank, we're going to force all banks to give you a break, meaning we'll take all your late payments on your debts, on your mortgages, and they're going to put it at the end of the loans. And everybody's going to be happy. They're going to say, oh, this is fucking great. My rent got put at the end, or, or, you know, you won't even have to pay back rent. And then mortgages, uh, you missed eight months. It's all going to be, we're going to extend your loan, your car payment. We're going to extend your car payment, your credit card. We're going to extend it. But then what's going to happen is 50 million of these small businesses that don't exist anymore, right? When you hit the reset button, everybody's back at zero. Well, the clock just starts ticking again because these guys don't have businesses to go to anymore. You know, the guy who's the landscaper, right? That, that Well, I guess landscape is probably doing, doing all right. You know, the restaurant owner who doesn't have a restaurant anymore and he needed his restaurant to pay for his $500,000 house. Well, that's gone now. And now he doesn't own a restaurant. He doesn't have that kind of income anymore because now he's a fucking busboy at somebody else's restaurant. He can't pay 50 million strong. I'm going to be able to pay. Mortgages are going to default. Debt is going to default when debt defaults in this country. (laughs) Are when debt defaults, bro, we go into a massive recession, massive. It's going to be, and there's going to be no fucking jobs. Where are you going to put the 50 million? Where are their jobs? Where? The only thing you can do, the the smartest thing you can do right now to help these people out is to figure out a way to get people back to work with their small businesses so that they don't have to go work somewhere else. You already have 20 million people who aren't working. You're about to add a shit ton more of small business owners that continuously day by day have to shut their doors and go find work somewhere else. And there's not work for them. Not the kind of work they're looking for. Electricians aren't going to find electrician jobs. Electricians are going to fucking bag groceries at Damula's. Guys that own trash removal companies are going to fucking dig ditches. Um, Listen, it just goes on and on and on. The whole point of the matter is COVID needs to be handled in, in in a different manner. First things first, we need to find out whether or not people really have it. Or if they have the flu, that would be the first thing I would do. The first thing I would do was make sure that the test was solid and that we're not simply saying, "Oh, well, th- that you have COVID, but you really have the flu." I think that that's the issue right now. What makes me think that? So you don't think I'm I'm a total crack? I'm a total crackpot? Is is a crackpot a crockpot? I don't fucking know. That this is what makes me think it. Hold on, I don't want my recording to stop. We have a spike. In COVID here in, in Massachusetts, over a thousand plus a day of, of new uh, te- positive tests. But at the same time, we don't have the death rate that we had back in April when the when we had the same number of COVIDs. Now that could just be related to the fact that all the people who had underlying health, health issues and all the old folks are already fucking dead. And the people are getting now are young people. That could be one possibility. Another possibility could be the fact that it's flu season and flu season and flu numbers for this time of year are like they're dis- they're decimal, de- de- decimal, disim- dismal, dismal. Well, you guys know what I mean. They- they're, there's-, there's nothing. The numbers are lower than they've ever been. Ever. The lowers for, 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 for right now, the numbers for the flu are lower than they've ever been. So that could lead to the fact that it could say, wait a second, a smart man might say, well, it seems like the test can't tell the difference between COVID and flu, so we'll just say they have COVID, which of course I already discussed earlier in the podcast that that caused a huge problem because if someone like myself got misdiagnosed for COVID and I couldn't go to work for 10 days, I'm not going to have a small business to go back to. My business dies without me. It's, 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 it's quite like the Patriots without Tom Brady. When, when you get rid of me, I'm the goat of my company. When the goat of my company is not around, we're fucking dead. We're over. We're not a 500 team anymore. Or or a championship team. We're below 500. So I, I'm, I'm guessing... Because, well, the scientists, by the way, the scientists are saying that what they believe is that... This is fucking great. They believe that COVID... Has killed the flu. And I just... I want to be like... Where do you fucking morons come from? COVID has not killed the flu. It's clear that people have the flu... And that you're misdiagnosing the flu for fucking COVID. If that weren't the case... The death numbers would be higher. So I want an investigation into that shit. Why? Because it causes a problem for the small business owner who will get misdiagnosed with COVID. Then he won't be able to work. Then he'll miss 10 days of work. His business will have to fucking close down and his family will suffer far beyond his death. Because if I died... My family would be in a way better place. If I actually had COVID and died, I got, I got a six hundred thousand dollars fucking insurance policy. My family'd be fireworks in Revere. They'd be people would be like, "Oh, Riviera doesn't have COVID anymore." They'd be like, "Nah, no, Anthony Pazzioli died, and his family got six hundred thousand dollars." They'd be so fucking happy. They'd be woo, bananas and shit would be flying. No, but but no, I I unfortunately i never get sick i'm not gonna die i'll live to him about a thousand years old in this miserable fucking shithole not revere but just living it's fighting to get by trying to fucking scrape out to make money every single day my my plot is not or my lot in life is not a quick easy way out and uh you know dying no i'll get the flu I'll get misdiagnosed for COVID, uh, I'll lose my fucking business, and I'll be flipping burgers at McDonald's, fucking, which is not the hottest job in the world, I mean, whatever, bun, fucking patty, cheese, squirt, squirt, fucking ketchup, mustard, fucking onion, fucking pickle, wrap the thing up, burger, done, whatever, even the kids at McDonald's can't get that fucking right, all right, let's get on from that time is it? Because I have to work. Like I said, guys, I work every single day. We get up, we do the podcast then I go to work. Um, geez. All right. Let's so real quick. Let's do Supreme Court. I, I love talking politics. Politics is the main theme of the program or everyday shit that happens and how, how it affects us. I just, I want to talk about, um, mail-in ballots really quick. So last night, the Supreme Court, it, I want to try to make it interesting for you guys, just so you understand why I, I it, it it's a problem. The Supreme Court last night shot down uh, Wisconsin's uh, appeal to or a law from Wisconsin that would allow mail-in ballots to be counted after Election Day. So let's say they didn't get it on November third, but they got they got it in the mail on the fifth. It would be able to be counted up until the sixth. So what they're saying is that they, they they made a law that there would be a window of time that the ballot could arrive any time between the third and the sixth and still be counted. And then the Trump administration fought it and they won in court last night. And basically, they West is not going to be able to do that. In any any dude, I got the itchiest fucking thing in my nose right now. It's it's going to drive me nuts. Everybody's going to have to hold on for a second. It's what happens when you get old, bro. You get like, you know, you get old, I get hair in my ears and I get massive hairs in my nose. It's fucking disgusting and it's itchy as hell. So uh, the Trump administration successfully won and and it got overturned. So the law doesn't exist anymore. Right. The Supreme Court said, no, the ballots can't be counted if they are received after the third. And here's why I agree. And here's why it's a problem that you can't do this all right fine we're stuck with mail-in ballots it's happening there's no reason to bitch that it's fucking the sky is red period if people think the sky is red it's fucking red it's it's coming people are doing it 60 million people have already or more have already voted through mail-in balloting the problem with counting ballots after the election is this it leaves itself open for major fraud so I want to give you an example. And it's only a problem in swing states. So like you take a state like Pennsylvania, that's a very important state. You take a state like Florida. These states, Florida, Pennsylvania, are, are, are big, are, are Pennsylvania big as hell this year. These are those states where they need the electoral votes that could possibly put Trump over the top or put Biden over the top. Because there traditionally are... Blue states, I know you guys know this, but they're traditionally states that will go blue, like Massachusetts, all day long, it's going to be blue. And then there are states that flip-flop. And then there are states that are just straight up going to be red. Well, the states that flip-flop from year to year, Michigan, <clears throat> uh, Pennsylvania, there's, there's a ton of them. I don't have the list in front of me. Florida. Florida. If they're allowed to count ballots after election day, Lo and behold, you will notice how someone gains a $10,000, a $10,000, a a 10,000 vote advantage. For example, I will use it on the other side. I will use it on both sides because... I, of course, I, I'm thinking the Democrats would be the scumbags that would do this, but I'll throw it on the Republicans. Let's say this is able to happen, and Biden wins. Let's say on Election Day, it is projected that Joe Biden has won Pennsylvania, but the vote count is, I don't know, 5,000. Uh, there's a separate separation of 5,000. Well, it would be very easy to produce 5,000 ballots. It, it wouldn't be that difficult. The Republicans could find a way. <clears throat> to come up with these. And here's the key. They really need to be, They it, being postmarked doesn't mean shit to me. I, I don't want to hear the, oh, it, if it's postmarked uh, the second or it's postmarked the third, uh, bro, you could forge that shit. It, it would be so easy to forge 5,000 postmarks and, and to come up with 5,000 new ballots so that you could push someone over the top. It would be very easy in those swing states to do it. That's why it's a problem. So if you do not get your vote into your in, into the ballot box, as it were, or mailed to the election people who counted the day of the election, well, then your fucking vote doesn't count. And it's your fault. It's not the government's fault. It's your fucking fault. You didn't get it out in time. You didn't vote in time. Your stupid fucking ass didn't get to the poll. And if you weren't going to be in the United States, you had ample opportunity to get to a polling station before you fucking left, or you could have sent out your shit months ago, or, or, or I'm sorry, weeks ago, you could have got it done. The problem is this election day will come and the results will be coming out. And it will most likely, I don't give a shit what you say, it will most likely be Trump winning Pennsylvania. He, he's nailed Joe Biden's balls to the wall because Biden had to open up his stupid big ass mouth and say that he was going to take away the energy. He was going to fucking kill fracking, he, he, it, which is major in Pennsylvania. And he's going to shut down oil companies over an extended period of time. And nobody in the United States wants to hear that because our fucking economy is tied to oil, you stupid shit just how it is. And I'm going to be dead. Listen, I'm going to be fucking dead when we don't use oil. So I don't give a shit. That That's a problem with this country is everybody's like, oh, what about the future? I don't give a fuck about the future because I'm not going to fucking be here. Unless, of course, my head like I want, you know, as you all know, I want to be uploaded into a robot. So if I'm here for that, that's cool, but I won't be a human. I'll be a fucking robot. And by then they'll have figured out how robots can run off of anything. So I don't really give a shit. But so Pennsylvania will be, will be projected to go to Trump. We'll we'll all go to bed and oh, Trump is going to win Pennsylvania. Then you will get up in the morning and there, there will be a, uh, some kind of a lawsuit or some kind of a recount happening in Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania is one of the states that can, that they have that window. Pennsylvania, it, the Supreme Court said Pennsylvania can have the window between the third and the sixth or, or even longer to count their ballots. They can, they can, you can send something in on the fourth. You can send something in on the fifth. Do you, do you see how this can be fucked up? They, they, and of course, if you don't believe me, bud, they they bus people to polls. The Democrats, Republic both sides do it. Both sides spend a tremendous amount of money busing people to polling stations to get them to vote tremendous. Now Republicans, usually us, us smart Republicans, we can figure that shit out for ourselves. We go, we vote in person. We do what we're supposed to do. We're educated about the questions that are on the ballot. The, the Democrats are known for busing in hundreds of thousands of people spending. I mean, dude, they're willing to spend like a thousand dollars, $2,000 a person easily. I forget what the numbers I looked at. I was doing research on it. It's quite like advertising where Advertising companies can say, hey, we, we spend $20 per customer to get them to come to your store. Well, the Democrats have it down to a T. I'm sure the Republicans do, too. They they say, hey, we're going to spend $2,000 uh, per person to bust them in in these battleground states so that we can make sure we win. Now, if you get if if, if at the end of the day, if on November 3rd comes and it's projected that Pennsylvania is going to go to Trump, I'm fucking telling you and it will be close. I'm telling you because now they have that window between the third and the sixth for ballots to continue to come in, all of a sudden you will see t- Trump Trump ballots will disappear and Joe Biden ballots will be through the fucking roof because it leaves itself open for a window of of tampering. It just does. And to say that people don't tamper, you're a fucking asshole. I, d- I don't want to hear that shit. If you, if everybody fucking cheats. Bro, if I was playing chess with you and you looked the other fucking way, I would cheat everybody does. There are no no one everybody's trying to get a goddamn leg up. It's just the way it is. And if if someone truly believes and let me tell you, the Democrats truly believe that they are God's gift to the republic, they truly believe that they can run this country better than you. They truly believe that your opinion means shit. They think that they are your parents and that they can tell you what to eat, where to go, how to live, and they can tell you who should be elected. I don't even know why they have fucking elections. <clears throat> So that's why it's a problem. So in Wisconsin, it, it, it can't happen. The Supreme Court said no. But in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court said yes. I don't know what the difference between the two cases are. I didn't get a chance to read it this morning. But in a battleground state like Pennsylvania, mail-in voting is going to be a disaster. Why? Because they're going to allow ballots to come in after the election so you could go to bed, and it could look like Trump's winning or it could look like Joe Biden's winning. And then the other side will have three or four days to come up with a 10,000 votes that they will come up with. And yes, oh, well, they're going to be postmarked. Bro, uh, people can fake shit and forge shit. All they have to do is, is round up 10,000 people, have them sign all this bullshit, tuck it into a fucking envelope. Done. Simple. <clears throat> so it's not good. It, it's just, it's not, it's not going to work out. Um, while we're talking about Supreme Court, real quick, Amy uh, Coney Barrett, she easily uh, got confirmed last night. So we have a full court, nine members. Uh, she was confirmed last night and she was not a part of the decision on uh, the Wisconsin mail-in ballot. It was a five to three vote. She got confirmed afterwards. So she had nothing to do with that whatsoever. Now, uh, one last thing I, I do want to talk about. It. I got to go to work. Trump, I didn't get a chance to talk about this. Trump was on 60 Minutes <clears throat> Sunday night. I didn't get to watch it Sunday. I watched it last night. Um, if you haven't watched where, where the president ends the interview and walks out, you need to watch it. Um, and I, we need more people like this in the United States. Just more people with balls. The, the president gets asked a question about Twitter and about whether he, whether or not his tweets, the things that he says... Affect his campaign. The president replies says, No, I I mean social media has helped me out tremendously. And then she tries to ask a tough question, and and the president just says, Hey, are, are you asking Joe Biden these questions? He's right. He goes, Are you asking Joe these questions? He's like, I sat down. You have to watch the video. He's I sat down. The second I sat down, Leslie, you said, you you said, Mr. President, are you ready for tough questions? He goes, Do you do that to Joe Biden? He's like, Every fucking interview I see you guys do with Joe. You throw these layups, you throw these softballs, but I come in here and you fucking hammer me to the wall with all sorts of tough questions, all sorts of big problem things to make me look bad. Now, some people would say that's her job. I agree. If you are a journalist, you're supposed to ask tough questions. You're supposed to get the president in there and you're supposed to nail him to the wall to try to get answers for the American people. Journal Journalists are supposed to hold uh, politicians accountable. They're, they're our window, right? It, it, the people that interview our politicians, these journalists are our window to how we feel to, to get through the window, to fucking make them answer the questions. Like for example, does the COVID test test for COVID. Can it tell the difference between COVID and the flu? You need to ask these questions. The problem is they're not getting asked equally on both sides, that's what the president's pissed off about. And he called her out and he said, hey, he goes, I just watched your guy's interview that you did with Joe. You guys are basically in there talking about it. he said it, dude. He was like, you guys are asking him what his favorite fucking ice cream flavor is. And then th- she's like, well, you're the president. We have to ask you these." He goes, well, he was the vice president. I mean, it, and then Trump ended the interview. He's like, that's it. We're done. We're, we're, it's over. And he's right. The 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 mutant media has 100 percent done everything it can do. To make President Trump look like shit and Joe Biden look good. And here's an example of how, how, and then I got to go. Right now, we're about nine days, is it nine or eight days away? Well, let's do the math. What's today? Is today Wednesday or Tuesday? Tuesday? So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Seven days away? So we're seven days out from the election and Joe Biden is in the basement. That's what everybody calls it. But what that really means is Joe Biden's campaign. They put a lid on his campaign. He's going to do minimal campaigning. He's got to rest. Joe Biden took Monday off or I'm sorry, he took Sunday off yesterday. He went out and did like a five minute campaign speech right close to home, like 10 miles from his house. Today, he's not doing shit. He's going to be hiding for the next seven days. and And they say it's their strategy allegedly it got leaked out that it's his strategy to let the president go out and fucking talk and screw himself now what's happening here it's clear that joe biden is old and needs to rest it's clear that joe biden doesn't have the energy to be the president of the united states you need to ask yourself are you okay with a president that can only work once a week are you okay with the president that when the fucking yeah i hate to go crazy but when the bomb goes off that's that's fucking going to be sleeping down in the in, in the basement or in the lincoln bedroom And he has no clue. And they got to wake up Joe. They're like, hey, someone's going to wake up Joe. And it's like fucking 10 in the morning. And they're like, oh, no, you can't wake Joe up. This is his day off. Joe gets 10 days off. The guy's taking a fucking vacation seven days before the election because he can't handle it. And the media is nowhere to be found on it. No one is saying how President or Vice President Joe Biden needs to fucking rest we can't have a president that rests. We need someone that has great determination, great persistence, great tenacity. Someone that gets up every fucking day and says, how can I make this country great? What can I do for the people? Not someone that gets up and's like, oh, I need 10 more minutes of fucking sleep. I gotta, uh, I, I'm out of it. We can't have it. And the media is not talking about it. The media is not... Talking about the fact that Joe Biden, outside of Fox and the fucking New York Post, that Joe Biden is hiding in his goddamn basement because he is old, frail, fucking tired, doesn't have it, will fucking die in his first term as president and you'll get Kamala Harris and we never hear shit about it. So please, the president called out Leslie Starr and said, hey, why don't you ask Joe some fucking tough questions? Why don't you do the American people a favor and expose him? Why haven't you... You asked him about ice cream. Why don't you ask him about his son's laptop? You asked this dude about ice cream. Ask him where he got the fucking 30, 1.5, 3.5 5 million from Russia. Ask him tough questions. All right, I got to go to work. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. As always, you can get the podcast. I'll upload it in about five minutes. Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify. Uh, iHeart Media, or iHeartRadio. Radio, sorry, iHeartRadio. Radio, or go to anthonypaziali.com. I have all the links to my podcast there. Most of you guys are listening on the app anyways, downloaded about 600 times a day. No one ever really watches on the live streams, but hopefully you'll continue to watch. All right, I'm out. Bye.